Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Rod Peterson Show. It is hour two of what we affectionately call a football Friday. We do have breaking news from the hockey world that we did cover last hour. We'll cover it again. I will tell you that uh, a little later on, our NFL analyst, Tori Gurley, will join us to break down week two in the National Football League. If you have fantasy questions, get them out now. And uh, let's bring in the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont. I'm excited, rocking and rolling into the weekend. Moose, it's game day uh, where you are in Saskatchewan, the Rough Riders home to the Edmonton Elks. The Canadian Football Hall of Fame induction goes tonight. And uh, I am here in South Florida. And look at, it's a new world. It's an exciting world. I called up my weather app to see what I can expect for the next hour while we're on the air. And it says that it's drizzling and raining, Darren. And the sun is shining. So, <laughs> welcome. To, you think you think the forecast is wacko on the Canadian prairies or in Calgary, where they say if you don't like the forecast, wait 15 minutes. Here, they're literally telling yeah. me that it's raining. I feel like this is the CFL that I'm I'm ensconced in the CFL. They're telling me it's raining, but I can see that it's not raining. No, Rod, it's raining. Trust us, but it's not. <laughs> um, so yeah. How's your last 20 minutes been? What's been going on with you? Tell me something. I'm having a blast. A blast. This is such a great show. And, you know, um, we've got some new content cutting tools, right? So I've been playing around a little bit and grabbing a couple of clips and watching some of the old show back. So I missed the interview, but I've got the uh, Roy Shivers uh, Hall of Fame bingo clip ready to go up here a little bit later on so <laughs> how about that okay uh, so the biggest the biggest news out of the nhl comes from winnipeg today where the head coach rick bonus in a statement said that they're moving forward without a captain this year they're going to go, go with a group of assistant captains of which they have not decided who those will who will wear the a so they're moving forward with a fresh start Blake Wheeler wore the C last year, or for the last number of years, he's not wearing it anymore. And it's a football Friday, and gosh knows, there's going to be enough coverage in Winnipeg for the Jets fans. They can tear it apart there. They can break it all down. Um, It's embarrassing for Blake Wheeler. Any time that that happens, it's embarrassing. But he's going to address the media along with Rick Bonus. I think they're doing it right now at the, the Jets' ice plaque. So that's the news out of Winnipeg. My commentary on that, Darren, was that if you don't have anybody that you want to put the C on, that means you don't have anybody that you want to put the C on. That's what that means. It's like Calgary last year with the Flames going without a captain. 
that it wasn't a good enough leader they felt in their room to put the C on somebody. It wasn't imminently clear who it would be, so they went with none. And the only guys you might have thought would be the guys to wear it are Johnny Gaudreau and uh, Matthew Kachuk. And I said, clearly they weren't captain material, right? So that's the news out of Winnipeg. By the way, at the Panthers ice stand yesterday, uh, you saw it on our Instagram story. They've got a mural of Matthew Kachuk in the Panthers uniform, as, or as my mom would say, duds. And it was just a little weird to see. So while, while everybody's excited moving forward with the Jets and the new coach and the Flames with Huberto and Uyghur and Kadri, down here they're getting ready to move forward with Kachuk and Paul Maurice, and this is a major change too, major change here that I'm very excited about. Now, poll question today for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center has to do with the Canadian Football Hall of Fame induction tonight, which is going to go on in Hamilton because of COVID. They've done it twice. They put in one crew in June. And now they're putting in another crew tonight. And they include Roy Shivers, Chip Cox, Ricky Ray, Paul McCallum, and Dave Ritchie. Group of players there, a coach, and a personnel guy. And our poll question is, should, should Eric Tillman go into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? And the last I saw, 62% saying, no, we shouldn't. And you can talk about the incident uh, which lost Eric his job in Saskatchewan with uh, the babysitter. Everybody knows it. Again, I'll reiterate what I did last hour. I know the situation inside out, and I know the family. I know Eric. He went on to work with the Edmonton Eskimos after that, and then the Hamilton Tiger Cats after that, and then the Atlantic Schooners, or was going to go work with the Atlantic Schooners. All those teams did their due diligence. So I know the story. Not everybody knows the story. A lot of people are coming unglued at that. Forget that off-field stuff, Robin Brownlee, you know him, legendary Edmonton reporter, says he traded Ricky Ray. For that reason, he shouldn't go into the Hall of Fame. And I'm thinking, because of one bad trade? Granted, potentially the worst trade in CFL history, but should that bar you from going into a Hall of Fame because you made one really bad trade versus winning three Grey Cups with three different teams? There are not many guys that have done that. I know there really isn't, you know, and that's, it's a really tough one because, you know, when you think of Eric Tillman, a lot of people, as you've noticed in in the replies on social, think about the bad incidents, think about the bad brand or think about, you know, those things. Well, he did go on to, you know, be employed in the Canadian football league and have other jobs since then. Yeah. The Ricky Ray trade was, you know, an unfortunate one that, that never worked out, but a lot of things he did, did work out. So it, it is very interesting. Maybe Eric Tillman needs to go on a PR tour and, you know, build the brand back up, get a little more likability. But um, yeah, we have trouble separating the real life, the, 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 the life and the social stuff with the football resume and the hall of fame discussion. It's a tough one. But a worthwhile one. And oh, if yeah. anybody wants to know where Eric Tillman is, he's in Mississippi in uh, his hometown of Jackson and doing football things. That's where Eric is. Um, I'll just say Eric's taught me a lot of things about life. I often hear Eric's voice echoing in my head with various things. One of them is, he said, judge people, if you have to judge people, from their best times, not their worst times. And he's often said to me, he goes, I know that you call somebody when they get a job that they've been wanting. Why don't you call somebody when they lose a job? 
when they get fired. That's when they need you. That's the kind of stuff that Eric and I would talk about. You know what I mean? And I've had lots of talks with him over the years. And I just overall, I can tell you the babysitter's family, they're over it. Um, everybody needs to really get over to move on because I don't think that Eric Tillman should have to wear a scarlet letter for the rest of his GD life. That's what I'm saying. Can people, can we get over it? And again, this is where I get defensive with my friends like Theo. He's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame because of the stigma they tell me. And now this with Eric. Um, you got to get over to move on. And I do see people are chiming in on Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds and Pete Rose. They're all very worthwhile conversation. Uh, there's no doubt. But if you're asking me today, should he go into the Hall of Fame? I'm voting yes. And somebody I talked to yesterday, I said I talked to a CFL uh, icon. He said, for sure, Eric's got a Hall of Fame resume. No doubt. And he says, and it's wrong that the CFL has control of the Hall of Fame now. Well, it used to be an independent committee. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the difference. Well, the difference between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, Rod, you know, in the commenter that maybe brought up those names is, you know, they're being accused of cheating the game. They're being accused of cheating the game. And so you bring into question their entire baseball resume. And was it legitimate? Was it not? Was it, you know, earned? Was it not? With Eric, it doesn't have anything to do with football. Nobody's questioning the football resume. So the football resume stands up amongst others as a Hall of Fame resume. Um, I'll allow some of these comments today just because I'm in a good mood. And by the way, if you're in South Florida, you're in a good mood. I meant to say this for the last couple of days. Jeff, the Stamps fan, said how mellower I seem here. Uh, And I am. And I meant to tell you this. I know one day I'm going to get you down here, and I'm going to get our COO, Lee Genier, down here, and you're going to have a great time. You have to understand, everywhere you go, especially the closer you get to Miami, which is about 40 miles south of here, it's music. It's And not even dance music. It's sort of like a Caribbean music and reggae stuff, but mixed with dance. Jennifer Lopez is on repeat everywhere, which is somewhat ironic because she's from New York. But anyways... Just imagine Havana. You know the song Havana? Which she doesn't sing, but just that kind of vibe. People just automatically break out dancing randomly everywhere. Like the other night at the FAU game, the Florida Atlantic University football game I was at, we were in that rain delay, so they started, or weather delay, so they started playing some sort of reggae Caribbean music. This 12-year-old kid just starts, just starts dancing on the concourse. (laughs) People just randomly on a street corner will hear a song and just start dancing. Everybody's in a great mood. And, uh, you know, with the people that I'm getting to meet here, I'm like, I just got accredited for the whole season for the Panthers. Guys, can you believe that? They're like, you manifested it. That's how they talk. And I know there's a lot of people watching right now going, what, what, what the hell is he talking about? And it's, you, you wouldn't know. Maybe look into it. But they're very, this community, Boca Raton, is a very spiritual community. You manifested it, bro. Good for you. You know what I mean? It's just very positive. It's very supportive. It's very uplifting. Everybody wants to see each other do well. What a trip! <laughs> Anyways, Ward in Winnipeg writes in. Uh, he says, hey, Ron, gang. I know it's, it's... Hey, how about that? Right? We're on the right path, buddy. 
Ward says, hi, Rod and gang. I know it's football Friday, but breaking news from the Winnipeg Jets, Blake. Wheeler stripped of the C. Jets going into the season with no captain. How about that? He says, and oh, go Bombers. We obviously covered it. I said, if you are going into the season without a captain, it's because you don't have anybody that you want to be captain. And that ain't good. Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba. What did I tell you? We got a lot of viewers in Manitoba. He says, hi, Rod. Tillman for the Hall of Fame? Yes. Shivers should not be going. What I love about the debate, what I lo- what's he want? But he was a trailblazer. You know, and people do get very upset about this. Like Kevin Glenn, our good buddy Kevin Glenn, who announced his retirement from the CFL on this show on his 40th birthday. Kevin Bl- Glenn said, don't talk to me about diversity and strength in these t-shirts or ask me to wear one until you got one with shivers on the back. Until then, don't talk to me about it. And that was from Kevin Glenn. I find it interesting that guys like that can say these things, but I say it and I get nailed to the wall. Um, And when I say I'm going to read this, this won't mean a lot to a lot of other people, but I'll read it. It's Brian from Hudson Bay, Sask, the home of Trent Yanni and Glenn Gullinson and Craig Adam. And Nevin Selman, chuck wagon racer from the Calgary Stampede, I learned this summer. Anyways, How about that? Brian says, hey, he says, hey, Roddy, uh, great rant. I'm not sure which one he's referring to. I've had a few today, but. Because I haven't heard from old Scruffy for a long time. This is the radio reporter, Mitchell Scruffy Blair, that he's referring to. He says, did he miss, did he piss shivers off? He said, you should get him on the show, or aren't you guys buddies anymore? We're great buddies. We talk all the time. But, Brian, when it comes to who we should get on the show, I suggest I'll do the talking with the guests and you do the watching. So how about that? When somebody starts this sentence with you should, I'll flip it to what you should do. Um, By the way, having oh, all my friends are watching. (laughs) <laughs> this, uh, my guy Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says Rod to those who seek to them their eyes will be opened Rod slash Florida uh, Kevin the medium's watching how did I know uh, he's, but I don't know you guys, they're kind of having a thing he says, looking forward to seeing the stadium. I'm sorry, I've jumped in late. Uh, and Jeff says, Rod, you are mellower in general, not just in Florida. Yeah, that's fair, but I like it here. So can we say it's because of Florida? Let's go with that. Uh, but we uh, announced the other day that Stu Grimston and I are going to be speaking in Lampman, Saskatchewan. You saw that. October 22nd, Grimmer and I, the uh, famed NHL pugilist, and good friend of mine who's now on the NHL Network, he noticed on the poster it said, no minors. Like, big block, no minors allowed. And Grimmer puts on Twitter, what lewd behavior are they expecting from us, Rod, that no minors are allowed at this event. And while Grimmer played for the Pats, he needs to understand that it's not about him and I. It's about a small-town Saskatchewan post-harvest banquet. Everybody's going to be pissed. To the gills. No kids. Um, Yeah. 
Moose, I think that's it. I'll let you go. You don't even need to come back for overtime. You go get ready for the call uh, all right. tomorrow and, and, and all that. Fun day. Thank you. Great day. Have a good rest of the show. Yes, awesome day. Jeff in Winnipeg says, can we say Boca Raton's own Rod Peterson? You sure can. That makes two people on this show from Boca Raton, Florida. Our big voice guy, Rick, uh, Rick Reagan, and me. And Jack, by the way, goes on to say Rod's mellow started in Florida. I would agree. Tori Gurley next to talk National Football League Week 2. Maybe a little college ball, too. Big game for South Carolina. Hey, Tori. It's a football Friday on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, from your favorite podcast platform, and on radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Football Friday continues. I think we've been doing a pretty good job uh, flying the ship without producer Clark. But he's still part of the team. Uh, So I'll tell you what. Guys, you let me know. Because when we have a guest that doesn't show up like this, I think Clark blows up his phone. But I don't know. Because I've never been in behind the controls of the Millennium Falcon. I'm always out here. So you guys, I guess, what do we give Tori uh, even five minutes? Yeah. And if not, we'll bring the moose back on. Until then, uh, I can handle it. It's just you and me on a football Friday. And because it's just me and you, we'll talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. Okay. I got all these NFL games. We've talked about the Canada West games most days this week. Um, so I'm, I'm just opening it up here. The 902 text line. Trust me, I can handle this. 902-518-3033. Craig in Calgary, watching on Game Plus television like he does daily. Does do teams always need an official captain? In any group, there should be one or two people that can naturally step up to lead and mentor others. If a team has no one that can do that, especially one of the veterans like Calgary previously, then that is something wrong with the team. And that goes beyond not having some guy wearing a magic letter on his chest. Craig in Calgary. See why this show is so great and why it's so popular. We can have these discussions with you, the viewers. And just so you know, I don't know everything. It just seems like it. But been around the game for 30-plus years um, and talked to various captains. Clark Gillies is a really good example. Let's talk about Clark. Uh, may he rest in peace because he's the greatest. Um, there are guys that get to see, and I'm trying to remember, you longtime older viewers remind me if I have this right, but I believe Dennis Potvin had the C with the New York Islanders and then it was taken off his chest and given to Clark or maybe the other way around. But as Clark Gillies explained this to me, four-time Stanley Cup champion, Memorial Cup champion, Hockey Hall of Famer, it's different on every, other, on every team 
it means something different to wear the C. On some teams, particularly if they're an older team like the Islanders became, the captain was just a letter. It was a guy that organized team parties, you know, team potlucks. What do you bring in Saturday afternoon to uh, Trotz's pool party? Because they were an old team. They didn't need a tremendous leader. But when they were a young team, they did. What are the Winnipeg Jets? And as a matter of fact, what are the Winnipeg Jets? I don't think anybody knows. This, okay, Tori's out for today. Thank you. So I guess we'll bring Moose back on. This is what I see watching from the outside, but obviously I got a pretty good idea what is going on there. What do they often say? You can't fire 20 players, but you can fire one coach. Paul Maurice saw this coming. Step down. I never thought he was going to coach again. The dude's coached over 1,000 games in the NHL. He sure as hell doesn't need the paycheck. He's a great coach. And now he's here in Florida. That's why I said I can't wait to spend some time with Paul Maurice if we get the opportunity and see what the hell went on in Winnipeg. I'm afraid to say this. Winnipeg's window is closed. I think we all know that. As the Winnipeg media and hockey people will tell you, something happened there in that dressing room. Something happened. I think only a select group of people know what it was. But Line A obviously wanted out. There's a list of guys that wanted out. And they're not getting better. They're getting worse. Their record shows it. They're not making the playoffs this year. The only people that think that are the people in Winnipeg, and that's because they have to. I don't know why. Well, I guess we're spending so much time on this because it was the Jets who took the C off Blake Wheeler today but what they say is I'll, I'll give you a, i'll give you a quote from a football guy it relates to what's going on with the jets and any other team if you want to if it tickles your fancy it was 2003 we were with the saskatchewan rough riders and hot dang that was 20 years ago almost we are 11 and 7 one of our coaches and i don't mind saying it was marcel belfay really good guy ottawa guy uh, I remember being on the team bus. We were 11 and 7 in 03. We went to the West Final and lost. And then we were 9 and 9, 9 and 9, 9 and 9. And then before long, everybody was fired. And Marcel turned to me on the bus, team bus. And we were talking about it. And he goes, We peaked in 11 and 7 at 11 and 7 in 03. And after that, we were just trying to keep our job. That's the Winnipeg Jets. They peaked. And now Kevin Cheveldayoff's just trying to do whatever he can to save his job. And Barry Trotz ain't dumb at all. I think we know that. He has the opportunity to look at these jobs that were open in the NHL this summer and go, ah, uh, Vegas? I don't think so. Don't like what's going on there. Uh, Philly? Nope. <laughs> Winnipeg? I don't think so. Even though everybody in Manitoba wanted Trotz to come back. He didn't want that job. You would think to come back and coach his hometown team? Nope. So anyways, the window's closed for the Jets. And everybody's just hanging on to their jobs. That's my soliloquy on that. Um, regarding the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, because it is a football Friday today, um, do we have the moose or is it just me for the, time, for the rest of time? Okay, no problem. I, I can handle it. I just would like to know what I'm dealing with here. So the Canadian Football Hall of Fame induction goes tonight. And um, 
<laughs> the people that like my commentary are really going to like today's show because it's a lot of me. One longtime CFL person goes back to the 80s with his association to the league said to me yesterday, he goes, I don't like that the CFL's running the Hall of Fame. We brushed on this yesterday. It never used to be. The Canadian Football Hall of Fame was its own entity sitting in Hamilton. Was it on Jackson Jackson Square in Hamilton? I've been there many times. My good friend Mark DeNoble was the executive director of, this, of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. But the CFL, he retired during COVID. So now the CFL runs it. Now the CFL has complete power over who goes into the Hall of Fame or not. Not, it's not up to a committee anymore. Um, look at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Used to be a committee. Nope. Now it's one guy. It's the president of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders who decides who gets in and who doesn't. How do you like them apples? Um, so back to the Tillman thing. As we bring the moose in, he's here. Uh, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should Eric Tillman get into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? Because tonight... He ain't. It's Roy Shivers, Dave Ritchie, Chip Cox, Paul McCallum, Ricky Wright. And the Edmonton fans are saying, forget about the off-field stuff with Tillman. He orchestrated the worst trade in CFL history and destroyed the Edmonton Eskimos. So, and for that reason, he shouldn't get in. Rick in Martinsville writes in and he says, the Ray trade was a league trade to help prop up the Argos. One of many attempts to prop up the Argos. Change my mind. <laughs> That's Rick in Martinsville using a Joe Exotic line. Change my mind. I don't believe that. And before I get into that, because I've been talking for five minutes straight, could you envision a world where the league tells a team to trade somebody because we need it? because we're hosting the Grey Cup, the 100th Grey Cup in Toronto, and we need you to trade your marquee player to the team that's hosting the Grey Cup. Can you do that for us? Yeah, no. What do you think about that? That's yeah, I was happening. just going to say, what do you think about that conspiracy theory? <laughs> not happening, man. You know, uh, I could see, you know, when David Braley owned two teams and he's got a struggling market as an owner, that he might want to shuffle some assets from property A over to property B to prop up property B and that where that market is. I could see that. Like I could draw a line to that and say, okay, maybe there's a connection there, but something like this. No, I can't see the league doing that. Um, and, and first of all, you never would be able to do that. Keep it quiet and get away with it. Right. Just not a thing. Um, and then all of a sudden you set that precedent. Like now the Ottawa red blacks and the Montreal Alouettes and the Edmonton Elks are supposed to trade their stars to Saskatchewan this year. Is that what's supposed to happen? You know? And it would just be, no, it's just, that's not happening. So there you go, Rick. I hope we've changed your mind. It doesn't happen. And I've sat with commissioners over the years and spent a lot of time with them. And I used to do it with Randy Ambrosi, but I think somebody got to Randy Ambrosi. That's why he's not uh, coming on this show. And, and for the record, I don't care. I think what it is is they all know that I know. And you can't BS me. I won't lie for you. So, but I've sat with the Tom Wrights and obviously the Mark Cohans and the Jeff Giles and the Jeffrey Orges and the Ron Robinsons, shit, Gary Bettman I've spent time with. I say shoot. I said shoot. Um, 
There's people writing in here. Rev- what does revisionist history mean? That people change the details of history to suit their narrative? Is that what revisionist history means? I don't really know. I think so. If you don't know, that's okay. I don't really. Somebody tell me what revisionist history means. There's people writing in here going back to the old days, the 2000s of the riders and why Shivers was fired and things that Tillman said. I don't want to do that today because we're on the air all across Canada and 31 U.S. states and on the radio in Atlanta, and they have no idea what we're talking about. No, but that, that, not me anymore. Not my job. But I will say one. Brian in Hudson Bay has written back in. He says, Rod, in your opinion, what has happened to the riders this year? I have my opinion, but nobody wants mine. Do you think people will lose their jobs if this continues? And he goes, and the scruffy thing with him on the show was just a comment, not trying to tell you who should be on the show. Okay, I appreciate that. What's wrong with the Rough Riders is they have somebody running the organization that has no idea what he's doing. It's quite evident. So as long as he's running the team, it's going to continue to just get worse and worse and worse. And that's why I fear the Rough Riders are going back to the 90s because they had bad leadership then. And they had a weak board that wouldn't do anything about it. Fast forward to now, they have a weak board, and I don't think they're going to do anything about it. That's why I fear for the future of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, There's your answer. Um, mm -mm, mm -mm. Jeff the Stams fan says, who? Who do you think, Jeff? (laughs) Wayne in BC, Rod, (laughs) we all love you. However, there are times that we don't like you that much. LOL. Wayne, I don't care. If you stop watching, I'll be fine, and I won't think of you ever again. I don't care if you don't like me. Uh, what do you got, uh, Moose? I'm walking in some tall grass here, as Jerry Jones would say. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll or are you just enjoying the discussion? Navigate you out of it. Well, of course I'm enjoying it. This is great, like, football discussion. This is kind of the... Uh, Letter to the editor, I guess. You know, people get to write in, and we're getting some, we're getting deep here, which is which is great on a on a good football weekend. But you're talking about problems in Saskatchewan. You're right; like the, the jobs will will be in jeopardy if the team doesn't, you know, start winning some football games down the stretch, you know, and start to turn this around. But it's it's a trend that's been kind of going in the wrong wrong direction, you know, and not just you know on the field, but in the business community and things like that. And COVID plays a role in that for sure, but we're seeing other franchises that are starting to go the other way up, right? So we'll see where this ends up going. Yeah. Well, again, it's a football Friday, and pretty soon we'll be talking about uh, NHL hockey and everything else. But it's just, you know, I talk to the football people in Sask and in, in the CFL, and they all say to me, everybody knows what the problem is, but nobody has the balls to do anything about it. And I'm like, I don't care anymore because I don't live there anymore. So you guys, good luck. Figure it out. Kevin, my guy, my medium, says, I heard Nathan Rourke will be back earlier than expected. I'm calling he will play the last three regular season games. Again, this is our medium. The dude just keeps knocking it out of the park. And oh, what do you, what? wow. Look at you. Do you think Nathan Rourke's probably I've, watched this being like, seriously? I'm coming back early? Like any problem? I mean, well, why wouldn't we believe it? 
We're going to break and come back with more. Don't go anywhere, everyone. Uh, It is a football Friday on Game Plus TV. We're live streaming on YouTube, of course, 24-hour sports radio streaming now at uh, rodpeterson.com and on the radio, 99.1 FM, WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, the RP show continues on this football Friday, and we're broadcasting from South Florida. And I'll say it again for those that missed um, it an hour one, and we'll bring the moose back in here. I felt like the moose had something to say just before the break, so keep your mind on that moose for one second. But what they were talking about today, people really need to get with it and understand how this business goes and what people want. Miami Sports Radio today, they're talking about Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen no longer living together. And how this is going to affect Tom's mind as they go into uh, New Orleans, the Buccaneers this weekend, and what this means for Tom. And does it, oh, great, does this mean that he can own the Dolphins sooner? <laughs> They're just, what have I told you, Darren? They're fixated on it. They're fixated on it. And it's 24 hour sports radio. So there's a lot of talk of X's and O's and, you know, Jalen Waddle's matchup and Tyreek Hill, who's going to cover him. But it was more on this because more people care about that. Tom and Giselle, the Nexus and O's matchups. I get it. Trust me, I get it. Um, yeah. Do you remember what you were going to say? Because I do have more points to get to. But you, no, you don't? No, it was nothing. Okay, so <laughs> in the media world, I don't know about the sports world, but in the media world, the United States has always been a lot further ahead than Canada. A lot further ahead. That's a fact. You know that. I know that. Like technologically wise, trends, hiring practices, way further ahead, America. So last night, Amazon Prime, again, why is this all popping into my head now? Maybe because it's Friday and I'm just emptying the tank. I'm driving home from Brooklyn Waterbago, listening to the radio. And the two hosts on the sports radio were going, do we get the game tonight? Chargers and Chiefs? Like Amazon Prime? Do I get it? And the, <laughs> the one host goes, everybody. If your wife orders an inordinate amount of packages that are dropped off on your front step, you get the game. And uh, it was funny. <laughs> like you're just, you're just hanging on my every word. And I'm like, okay, I got the game. Amazon Prime. I got it. So I watched it. And I assume you do too. All you need is an Amazon Prime membership. You, you, you got it last night? Yes and no. I mean, I have an Amazon Prime membership, but in Canada the rights are still owned uh, for Thursday Night Football by TSN. So TSN aired the Thursday night broadcast. (laughs) So we couldn't, like my Amazon Prime subscription didn't have it on the streaming service. I had to be subscribed to TSN or TSN Direct to get it in Canada. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, well, by the way, Jordan Ewart writes in, oh, it's not, he's writing about me. He goes, consider who the majority of the audience is for this show. No one gives a flying lick about the Bombers. Our analytics change and shift, and that's a good thing, right? It was Sask was number one. I think Sask will always be number one. The Manitoba was number two, and then Calgary or Alberta was number three. Now it's Sask number one, Alberta's number two. 
I think Manitoba is number three. U.S. is growing. It was 20% a while ago, and that's growing. But anyways, I'm just kind of enjoying what they're talking about. They're having a big fight amongst themselves here. Uh, Earl James on YouTube, one of the viewers, says, Al Michaels without Collinsworth was disturbing. And it was weird. Most times I turn the sound down, and to be honest, I don't miss it. I don't care what I'm, hockey, football, I do have sound for baseball because I love listening to Buck. And I like Al Michaels, uh, his voice, but it was weird. I mean, Kirk Herbstreet is an absolute god down here in the college football game, but he never played a, he did color last night with Al Michaels, as you saw. He never played a down in the National Football League. That doesn't mean he doesn't know football, obviously, but he never played in the NFL. So to that Amazon Prime crew, I'm sitting there going, I like it. I don't know who this girl is on the sidelines. I don't know who the host is on the panel. Richard Sherman, I know. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I know. But here's what I was thinking in my mind was, here's another network, but it's a streaming service broadcasting NFL games, which they paid cabillions for. Did you see the clip of Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, sitting with Roger Goodell? Did you see that at the game? Of course. That was in the contract. It's just... Right. So I was talking to some CFL people this week and I'm like, I just, I love the CFL, but I, I can't really support it or the way that it's going because TSN continues to have the monopoly. It is criminal that tonight's induction in Hamilton will not be carried somewhere on TSN's five channels. It is a fact that TSN is holding the CFL back. We can all admit it. Nobody wants to say it. You got five channels. I will tell you that Roy Shivers' induction speech will probably have more viewers than the Blue Jays on Sportsnet tonight. I'm not joking. Just from CFL fans. And at the very least, stream it. Now, if they are going to stream it, apologies to everybody, but I'm pretty sure they aren't. And I remember when my good friend Jim Hobson went into the Hall of Fame, I'm like, Hoppy, can you send me the video of that? I'd love to see your speech. He sent me a really crappy, grainy video that his son Tyler took on his cell phone. I'm like, this, they deserve better than this. So you got the NFL adding another network now that's a streaming service and giving more jobs to the Richard Sermons and Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the world and bumping Kirk Herbstreet up from college football to the NFL. And, and Al Michaels being the Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau of broadcasting leaving NBC to go to this streaming service. How radical is that? That's wild. And you got the CFL just when you got the, in shackles and handcuffs because of TSN. Am I wrong? No. I mean, at the time of the deal, it was probably, you know, I always look at things based on goals and objectives. And TSN's done some really great things for the league, you know, in, in what the product they put on the air is really strong. They provided money so the team's got money but in terms of growing the league now that contract that might have been you know really valuable when it was signed is no longer doing us you know it's doing the league a disservice because it's restricting others from getting involved like you mentioned you know i've always been a model of the tsn sportsnet cbc and maybe a streaming option all playing a role now all of a sudden you have three or four sets of play-by-play people probably two sets on every network. You've got a set of panelists. You've got a set of sideline people. You've got reporters. You've got more coverage. 
and more people involved in the league on social and in different areas and contributing all the time. And then, you know, you can favor TSN with the great, with the great cup, much like the NFL does with their Super Bowl rotation, go TSN in 2022, then Sportsnet in 23, then back to TSN, then CBC, then back to TSN, then Sportsnet. And you could give them a rotation of every second year and really get everybody involved. I mean, I watched the show last night and I thought it was at times a little uncomfortable. Herb Street was great. Carissa Thompson was the host and she was, she was okay. Just getting comfortable. I thought um, Tony Gonzalez, cause he spent all the time on Fox was probably the best, but Richard Sherman, he was a natural fit. He had energy. We, who knew, I mean, yeah. we knew he had a personality, but he was good. And I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick was really uncomfortable in front of the camera with his body and a little bit of his delivery, but man, is he smart and articulate but he'll get and knows better. his stuff. He's going to grow into it. Yeah. It was awesome. Give him, give him an opportunity. Uh, we'll break and come back with more on this. This is, this is getting good. From T. Will in Winnipeg, Bomber fan says, Rod, you just don't understand. He's joking, by the way. TSN's algorithm says the regional Western Virginia bowling semifinals need to be on TSN 5 because that's where the money is. CFL just can't compete with that. Um, Andrew Stout says the CFL is too late. They missed the mark. I don't know if it's ever too late. I can't work in the recovery industry and say that it's too late for anything. I don't think it's too late for anything. Uh, I talked to an Argo season ticket holder yesterday. His tech, season tickets break down at $19 a game. $19 a game. So you can't talk about CFL tickets being too expensive in Toronto. You can't. There's something else is the problem there. And I don't know what the answer is for the Argos. I don't profess to know the answer. I don't live there and I never have. But again, where we started all this, the fact the induction is not on television nor streaming that I know of, maybe the CFL will from their site is something, it's a crime. And lastly, before we break, for anybody to say, TSN bailed out the league. They wrote a check when this league was destitute so they can do whatever they want. I equate it, and I may be wrong, but I don't think I am, to a husband. The wife says, you haven't touched me in five years. And the husband says, I paid off your credit card, didn't I? Pipe down, what's for supper? That's what I say. It's wrong. Just because they paid your bills at one time doesn't mean you can't continue to work together and have a great relationship, which it doesn't seem to be. Anyways, I'll be right Over time. Isn't it on Game Plus? Don't cut that clip <laughs> or do whatever you want. Game Plus TV, YouTube, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go uh, into the final segment. Just a quick sports update before we bring the moose back on. The Toronto Blue Jays will look to find their way back into the win column as they welcome the Baltimore Orioles to Rogers Center Friday night. Toronto coming off a 3-2 series win over the Rays despite an 11-0 spank job loss on Thursday in the finale. Jays currently hold the second American League wildcard spot a half game up on the Rays. CFL Week 15 kicks off Friday night. Rough Riders home to the Edmonton Elks. And uh, Canada's Eugenie Bouchard will compete in both singles and doubles today at the Chennai Open Tennis Tournament in India. This sports update for Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live-streamed horse races right to you. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets right out of the gate. 
Download for free now at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. For Ballers Rec Room, the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, Moose, jumping right back into the cauldron here. Thanks, Governor. Thanks for waiting. <laughs> um, where is it? Uh, Wayne in BC says, I'm loving the show today. It's a classic RP show. For whatever reason it is, uh, and I'm happy about that. You seem to feel the same way. Phil Kershaw, the former president of the Rough Riders in the early 90s, chairman of the CFL Board of Directors and president of the Ottawa Rough Riders, is watching and writes in, and he says this TSN discussion isn't fair to them. It's complicated. By the way, I used to negotiate the CFL TV rights as chairman years ago. Can't do a straight-line comparison between the CFL and NFL. I'm sorry, Phil. Did you just say it's not fair to TSN? You're not going to get too far with us saying what's fair, what's not fair. It's not fair my mom died of cancer when she was the healthiest person on the planet. It's not fair to Tom Brady and Giselle Bungeon to have their marital problems aired out on Miami radio where they just built a house in Indian Creek. It's not fair. It is what it is. We're going to talk about it. A lot of things in my life that happen aren't fair. Guess what? Nobody gives a shit. People are going to talk about it. We're talking about it. What do you got? Well, if I can on that, I mean, this isn't, this isn't um, a negative to TSN. I mean, TSN's doing what's good for TSN, right? This is TSN. If, if, geez, if Fox or NBC or ESPN could buy the entire NFL rights and they would sell it to one network, they'd buy it in a heartbeat to be able to control the, the entire narrative of the CFL and have that be the, you'd be the only platform for CFL coverage in Canada. TSN's smart. They're doing what's good for them, and they're making sure they provide a product on the air that you know all CFL fans have to come to TSN to get the product. It's 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 good for TSN. It just doesn't necessarily. This, the league could be served a little better if they found a creative way to divvy that up amongst other broadcasters. Kevin in Airdrie says this chat proves that CFL fans are passionate. All the league needs is to change up its promotional thought process. Right now, it sucks. What did I hear the other day? Somebody said, we've hired a new branding manager. Uh, she's doing great things. Great things are on the horizon. I'm tired of hearing about great things. I think it came from the commission. I've been hearing about great things on the horizon for the CFL for years. Meanwhile, they don't even have an app. Earl in Winnipeg writes in. Thank you, Earl, for changing up the madness. Earl in Winnipeg. He says, hey, guys, I think the refs blew that interception call last night that led to the Chiefs coming back and winning. Good call or bad? In my opinion, he kept his hand underneath the ball. Earl. Your thoughts on it? It was the winning. How long was that pick return? Couldn't have been 99 that wasn't It was on, long. Yeah, that wasn't the one on the pick. The, the one that they called incomplete, I think, was supposed to was going to be a turnover the, the other way. Oh, but that that's what he's referring the to. Ground. Yeah, that ball did hit the ground. Um, it's a matter of did he use the ground to secure the catch or did he have it secured before and i think they probably made the right call but it's close have 18 million angles to look at it from in high definition yeah. now which i always laughed <laughs> the nfl has that high definition videos in the cones on the end zone and yet 7-eleven has black and white video from like a fishbowl for uh, the people that robbed it last night <laughs> think about that i know i know it hasn't got, hasn't I got know. better since the 80s 
Um, Steve in Saskatoon. Steve in Saskatoon. Steve Knees is his name. Steve Knees. He's the bee's knees. He says, uh, thanks for joining my community. Text me anytime. He says, how about those gods team? Uh, Bedard to Seattle. He says, how about those blades? And your opinion, will Connor Bedard be traded to Seattle or Kamloops? Oh, boy, my guilty pleasure. The Regina Pats and the future of Connor Bedard. Here's my prediction on that. Uh, he'll be traded by Christmas. Er, yeah, by Christmas. Pats will be out of the running by December. They will convince the owner it's the best thing to do. I hope anyways, and Bedard will be gone, probably to the host Kamloops Blazers. What about your blades? What are they saying about your blades? Yeah, really excited for the season in Saskatoon. I think they're pretty optimistic about being able to make a little bit of a run. So we'll see. Again, it all depends on the first couple of months, which way they go. Grant and Kelowna says, if the Riders lose tonight, heads may roll. Also, how are they health-wise? I haven't heard. Nobody's being fired in Riderville. Nobody until after the season's over. So Grant, go do something else. Don't worry about that. And health-wise, they're going to field the team. It really doesn't matter. It's pro football. Moose, I'm glad you enjoyed the show today. Our viewers saying similar things. Have a great call. Break a leg on Saturday, Rams and Huskies. Hey, enjoy your bye week of a weekend. Yeah, plan on it. Thank you so much. Uh, for the rest of you, well, thank you to Tori Gurley for nothing. Thanks to Jock Wilson. <laughs> and we'll see the rest of you Monday, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus and WQE. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.